wanna sit around and play Gonna hit balls off the dock Kick back in my flip-flops Don't owe nothing to the lender Nothing spinning in the blender The only thing on my agenda Is beers and sunshine Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 238, Charleston 1 Podcast, recorded in the basement. Here we are, another Tuesday, feeling good, last podcast in the month of February for 2021. Duval Jeeves, just saw you on Saturday with some highly entertaining beerio carts that I was editing today. Very good stuff, a lot of trash talk, so we'll start off with a person, well I don't want to spill it out, who won out of those two, but so we'll just go to Jeeves. Jeeves, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just working a lot and then doing all that kind of good stuff. But uh, if you want to find me, it's uh, Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. All right. And then Duval, man. Another day, another dollar. How you doing? Yeah, man. Pretty much that's it, man. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm actually a little jealous of Jeeves and his jersey collection, low-key. <laughs> I need to kind of re-up because you got the Iverson and the Jordan. You're, you're doing pretty good, man. But, uh... But yeah, I'm good, man. You know, if you're looking for me, it's Rod vs. Duval on Twitter, just Duval on Instagram. All right. And for me, it is uh, JRL Nation on Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. And of course, you can find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. So subscribe, uh, like, five star reviews, all that good stuff. And then, if like I was bringing up our Beerio carts, you know, we got those on YouTube with our brewery reviews. Our reaction videos, which, like I said last week, the Super Bowl one is killing numbers on that. So that's been great. And I think we talked about with Duvall, if the Hornets make the playoffs, we're definitely going to do some watch parties on that. And if they get close to, you know, a couple games near the end of the season where, you know, they may or may not make it, we'll do those as well. So we'll just play that by ear. And, of course, we'll have our draft. So subscribe to that. They see me rolling for all our good times there. For our guests this evening – a, a total random, thought it was a random person, but then it turned out to be a small world scenario. Uh, liked one of our posts from our summit review from when Cheeks was in town, my sister was on it, and I figured, oh, they had some like-minded kind of posts when I looked at their Instagram and figured, why not just try something new as we're doing this new podcast going through with the, the pandemic, all these Zooms now instead of coming down to the basement. So uh, without further ado, Bree, how you doing? What's up, y'all? Uh, my name's Brianna <laughs> at Queen Bree Brews on Instagram. Okay. I'm doing very well on this Taco Tuesday. How are you doing? <laughs> We're doing pretty good. So you did have tacos today. I actually had tacos yesterday from Monday. That's right. Monday. Now, randomly, I know Jeeves saw it. Did you see the kind of uh, taco chicken biscuit that Taco Bell's releasing March 11th? I did not. It's Actually, only they're releasing it only test marketing and I think like Memphis, Tennessee and Charlotte, North Carolina on March 11th. So, you know, as we've done reviews in the past, I think we're going to have to do a little food review on that one as well. So, two to that for yeah, the YouTube. Yeah, Mar- so, market calendar, I got it. All right, perfect. Bree, you do realize that Jeeves is the reason for buy- because he bought so many tacos <laughs> every single week <laughs> that he drove hey. up the uh, I feel like it's Jeeves. So you you yeah, know, it's on you. G. Yeah, I know, Duval. You can't partake in it because you'll still be in March 11th. You'll still be going through your little mini fast there. So yeah. maybe you'll just have to come and run the camera for us while we we taste all these tacos. 
But okay. yeah, I'm looking forward to. It's like a they're getting into the chicken war, so it should be interesting. All right, so Bree, back to you. The funny small world part of this was once we followed each other on Instagram. I realized, and then you were also friends with my sister on Facebook. Like you had a lot of friends that I knew, and then I remember asking my sister, and it was like, oh yeah, I remember her. So I guess take us back to you went to UNCG as well, correct? Yes, I went to UNCG, graduated in 2018. I was an Alpha Chi. Your sister was across the hall from me on the Chi Omega Hall. Ah, okay. So we're the same year. Okay. But she lives in Charlotte too, so we yes. see each other occasionally. Yes, she does. So what did you graduate at UNCG with? Uh, I actually did, I graduated with a degree in marketing. Okay. So that kind of plays into the... Uh, Brie brews then, right? A little marketing, but you're marketing yourself and hitting all the breweries and stuff, right? Yes. So actually the backstory of that is I interned with an aviation company in college okay. and I ran social media Okay. and that is what I did 24 seven and I got so burnt out. I actually erased all my social media. Oh, okay. So I was done with it. Okay. And then, um, once I, I changed careers and I moved to Charlotte, it's like, you know what? I'm going to get back on the scene. Like, it's what people our age do. It's how you meet new people, you know, stay up to date with others. So I made my own personal page, which I never used. Yeah. And then basically my journey into Queen Bree Brews is I was like, well, I'm, I'm doing this anyway. It's something I like, something I'm passionate about. Why not? Why not use it? So now it's it's much more fun than marketing for an aviation company, <laughs> uh, and basically being forced to do it. Yeah. So now it's, it's it's something of a hobby that's turned into like a side hustle. Yeah. So now I'll say this: you said you kind of deleted all your your social medias. I did find your Twitter. It is still like locked down because I always like to search people whenever we're, we're getting them on the pod to see what they're to tag them in all the posts and all that stuff. So do you still use that Twitter or is it? I use my Twitter just for laughs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So you got burnt out. Then all of a sudden, where did this love of the craft beer come from? Because at, we spoke a quick bit before we started the, the, the record tonight for you know, like for us, my wife and I really didn't come along until a couple years after college where you finally get a little bit of real money and you can try new things and you're not really doing case races every other weekend it may be and you're just drinking that stuff. So where did that finally come, you know, you decide to get in that avenue? Um, so, you know, craft brewing has been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't really take off until like 2016. Um, I didn't, I don't think I turned 21 until... 2018, I wow. guess. you're making us feel old. Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really paid for. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was sticking with the Smirnoff Ices and the Bud Lights and, uh, you know, the cheap beer you get as a college student. Um, and then once I got into the working force, my coworkers were 10 years older than me, and they were really into craft beer. Um, so they started introducing me to really – it's not – just Bud Light, like yeah. you can drink other beer. Um, so that's kind of how I got started into it. Before my internship, I actually worked in the service industry. Okay. Uh, so I've been around it, you know, since I was 16 years old. But 
well, 18, serving alcohol. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been around it for a while, and then I really just got into it, learning more about it, what I liked, what I didn't like, um, basically taking risks with, you know, an IPA versus a sour. Yeah. You know, they're very different, and just kind of educating myself on like, hey, this is an entire industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically how it started, and back in December, I was kind of in an unhappy place with my current work. Um, and I was just like, I want to do something I'm passionate about, like something I'm really interested in. And I'm like, what do I do for fun? What's my hobby? Like, I love to go out and go to breweries and like explore beer. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some research, see what's out there. Can I make this into like a full-time career three years down the road? Yeah. Um, so that's basically how it started. And then in December, I made my own page. Um, and then it came back to the whole social media management aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know what? I know how to do this. I like doing this. I like drinking. Like, I'm very passionate about craft beer. I've even considered going back into the service industry versus you know, COVID. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's basically how it started and how it's kind of spun off now. Um, and... Basically, it's just literally talking to people all day about beer. Yeah. Like, it's through Instagram, my friends, my coworkers. You know, um, I can tell you the story later on, but that class I had tonight was a, a tone and tab. Mm-hmm. And I literally made friends through a love of beer. Nice. So, it's a whole community that's just, like, once you do your research, you can get into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's basically how I got on this train. So, so. what was your first... First brewery you went to? I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was definitely in Greensboro. Um, Little Brother Brewing. I really like going there. Um, Jake's is not a brewery, but that is kind of where they have so many options for beer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that was a good starting point because I was there like every weekend. Yeah. as far as my first brewery, I don't, I don't exactly remember. Okay. I know when I came to Charlotte, it was the unknown. Okay. Um, so I went to Unknown Brewing the first weekend I was here, and then OMB. Okay. What would be? What's your favorite brewery right now that you enjoy going to? And I know it's tough because COVID's kind of, kind of remixed a lot of it. But see, we're we're and the difference between our kind of beer shenanigans here is we like to throw ratings out. So we may make some people mad. Your per, your posts like to keep everything nice and fluffy and keep everything happy, whereas <laughs> whereas sometimes we get some feedback like, "Hey, you don't necessarily know this, that, and the third, So I'm gonna make you put on. You don't have to say. I'm not saying you know say anything bad. But what would be your favorite place to check out, or even top three in here in Charlotte? So uh, it's actually a tie. Okay. Resident Culture in Plaza Midwood and Salud in Noda. Okay. Those are my two favorite. Um, I love the people there. I love the atmosphere. The beer is great. Yep. Like, it's always a good time. Yeah. Those are my two favorite. I'll get to go beers. Like, I just, like, I will hype those two breweries all day. Yeah. Now, are- you're, you're talking some expensive stuff, and I know we talked that earlier, and that's, I know resident culture. You're going in there, and you're at least throwing down eight dollars for a pint. Yeah. So that's 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 a tough one every now and then when you're when you're forking up eight. And I know that was a big learning experience when you first get into drinking craft beer. 
you go, oh, okay, let me see. We sit here for an hour, and if, if you got a sweet thing or whatever, so you're doing two at a time, so now it's 16. Oh, wait. And then you're, wait, we only have four or five beers, and we're at almost $50 tab. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So that is good beer. I do like Resident Culture a lot. But that's two different spots. Resident Culture kind of wide open a little bit, bigger ceilings, wide space, you know, saludes. You're, and you're speaking. All right, are you speaking of uh, La Cerveceria? Or yes. okay, yeah. So that one, you go upstairs, and it's kind of just a one floor, a little bit of space, but that's two, two. I feel like different vibes almost that you got there. Very, yeah. very different vibes. Okay. <laughs> but um, no, I just appreciate what they've done. I appreciate the beers they put out. Um, I think they kind of push boundaries a little bit. Um, they do some creative things with their beer. Something you can't just just get anywhere. Yep. Um, I know a lot of Salud's beers I can only get at their bottle shop. Yeah. Like they're not at the total wine down the street. Correct. You know? So, um, and they're also the $25 for a four pack. Yes. <laughs> That's, and that was always, you know, we talked about it, is you see, you pay $8 for a pint and then you go, well, if I can get a, a four pack, the four packs that, Twelve ninety nine don't seem as bad when you go to different places like that, but then you see the twenty five dollar ones and you're like, "Whoo, buddy, it's tough." And then you want to make sure. I think you brought up earlier someone you don't want anybody to sneak one of those beers when you got guests over because you've been saving that thing. A twenty five dollar beer is something that uh, that's not should be taken lightly. Yeah, and uh, when you only get four of them and then they just disappear from the fridge, that is definitely a uh, cause for concern. Yes, but um. No, it just kind of goes back into that, like, you know, we're we're adults now. You kind of appreciate, you know, I'm not just going to shotgun a craft beer that I paid $8 for. You know, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to savor it. Um, to me, it's also a lot about the social aspect of it. Um, I'm a very social person, and with COVID and everything going on, it's, it's kind of hard to, like, be around the people you care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, it's almost like, the personal aspect of like getting a beer with somebody is so much more than just getting a beer with someone. Yeah. I th- so um, I'm not sure if you saw the Bud Light commercial, but they actually, for the Super Bowl, they posted a commercial that was like, yeah, let's get a beer in all these situations. It's like, it's so much more than getting a beer. Yeah. Like you're spending time with someone you care about. And with COVID, yeah. you know, that changed a lot of people's lives and how we look at things and, you know, just appreciate the time you have with someone. Yeah. So, not to get too deep. No, no, no. I think that's I think that's a great. I mean that. Yes. I think that's what everyone since the beginning of alcohol created. Yes, to catch a little buzz. If you just the small part of it, but the community aspect of you know I I learned over the years too. I don't ever fully trust somebody until I can actually have a drink with them via alcohol because that's how. Not to say like you said, getting tossed and passing out on your couch kind of drunk, but to be able to have a drink with somebody and share likes dislikes that kind of builds a community that kind of builds trust with somebody and you can you can gain some stuff so i do think and i think you know talking about the boom of craft breweries and all that kind of stuff it did start showing that community where people were going and and you'd go there for a trivia night or a game night or a or a paint night or, you know what i mean yeah. or work it now yeah you, you'd go do yoga or workout get you and in that ten, yeah get you that token or whatever you'd get a, a beer afterwards and you'd sit around yeah. and talk about your workout so it definitely alcohol does do that when you're doing it, you know, in a responsible manner, and sometimes it, you know, you overserve yourself, but that's just the life that happens when you have a couple beers. Yeah, so. yeah. fair, fair. I, I kind of want to, um, 
I kind of want to piggyback off your question, Jacob, to ask you, uh, Bree, just as far as and, – and I know you kind of want to be nice about all the breweries <laughs> that you've been to. So what's been one that you're like, you know, I don't necessarily have to come back to this brewery again. <laughs> so in, 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 in a nice way, like, you know what, it was nice, you know, but – Duval, we yeah, call that – come back down here, I'm good. We call that needs – what needs the most improvement? Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> So, just for the uh, sake of the industry, I'm not going to name names, Oh. but if you do not see it on my Instagram, you know. I don't, I typically, I'm not going to promote something that I don't support. Gotcha. Put it that way. Um, but I'm not going to tear anyone down either, because there are some beers and some breweries that I do not like, and other people love them. And who am I to say, hey, don't go here? I mean, the industry is already struggling, but don't go there. Yeah. So I uh, that's why I'm not going to name names. But there are a couple in Charlotte that I believe are a little overhyped um, just because of the amount of people that go there as a social hangout. I don't think their beer is very good. I would say their beer is, is bottom tier, and I will never post about it because it's just – there are so many great breweries in Charlotte and surrounding areas that don't get the same hype. Um, and it's, it's basically just all the frat kids that move to Charlotte, go to these spots and think it's the best. And it has, it's not even frat beer. Um, but that's, again, I'm not going to name names just because See, I'm you, not. That's just, you, you got, you got my, you got my, you know, my brain. I think I know which one you're talking about, but I would almost consider if I think I know which one you're talking about, I, I would think it's improved a lot on their beer and canning, but we could be to- talking about two totally different places. Because there is a place, I, I would say, in my in my journey in craft beer, I this is not what, you, what place you said, but I would think Sycamore has improved in their, like, to me, I didn't like their, their beer at all from the jump. When I went, God, I think six, seven years ago. And then yeah. now I feel like they're putting out some of the best IPAs, but their venue, now I know they're opening a second venue, is kind of, it's just more outside and they've closed it down because with COVID it's so small inside. They only have one bathroom and that's kind of what we do on reviews is we don't ever like to trash anybody, but we like to give people an honest opinion of if you're coming here with your kid, with your dog, expect there to be a big line at the bathroom expect there to some places now don't allow kids we went all the way up into indiana and in downtown indianapolis they don't allow anybody 18 years or under in their breweries and we didn't know that until we showed up so i would have loved to have somebody throw a review out there to know that oh instead of walking in with your kid they're like sorry you know you you got to get out of here so on that aspect you know it's always good to have that but you know i i I don't know. I could be totally wrong about the place you were talking about. That's not what you said. That's just my interpretation of maybe that. But I think you've posted about Sycamore before, so I'm probably wrong. So I have posted about Sycamore. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I agree with your statement. Like, I'm not here to bash anybody. Um, and what I do is I put out beer that I enjoy and venues I enjoy and I think other people will. Um, but the fact about having kids or being under 18, that is a very fair statement. Mm. Because there's nothing worse than showing up somewhere and you can't get in yeah. for X, Y, and Z reason. Yeah. It's like, I wasted my time. I was excited to come here. And, like, I can't even get in. Yeah. Like, yeah. it kind of ruins the whole, you know, experience you have with that one place. So, yeah. that I definitely support. Um, 
I used to want to be a Yelp reviewer. So yeah. I, I did like two posts, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> uh, but so you I, like to I, put you like to put more positivity out there. Yeah, I mean, again, we're in a time of like so much hate and so much going on that I'm not going to be one to add to it. So what would be, what is your favorite or top three beers that you would drink right now that's on your list? Like my top three all time? We'll say, we'll say in Charlotte and then you can do an, an all time. Okay. In Charlotte, Summer Camp Sammy's by Salud. Okay. Literally the best beer I've ever had. And like what, highly recommend, go get it. Okay. What kind of, what kind of beer is that? So it's um it's a sour beer, okay. but it's not, it doesn't have that tart like puckery taste to it. Yeah, um, it tastes like you put a PB and J sandwich in a blender. Ooh, okay. And it, but it's not too heavy on the bread side. Like you can still get the like the raspberry and the marshmallow flavor. Um, because I've had a couple PB and J beers that are just like it just tastes like bread. I'm like I hate this. Okay. Um, no, literally perfect beer. I love it. I've bought it several times from Salute, so highly recommend before it goes away again. Um, as far as second, should have looked at my Instagram. I really like Divine Barrel. Um, in fact, I'm actually uh, drinking one of their beers now. Okay. It's also a sour. Okay. Uh, I like I like their venue. I like every beer I've had from there. Um, I cannot remember the specific one that I'm like crazy about, um, but I Charlotte I would recommend there. Um, every Monday they have eight dollar flights, so that's cheap. Yeah, compared to paying seven dollars for a pint. Yeah, uh, and then I'm trying to recommend things other than sours because I would say resident resident culture no signal. Yeah. Um. It's a sour beer that I really liked. I had it there, and then I bought some more um, from their like to-go shop. Um, I also like Lawndale's, and I never post about them. Okay. Um, outside of Charlotte, it's in Winston-Salem and Greensboro, Joymongers. Yep. They yep. have a really, really good vanilla coffee Blondale that I like. Um, there's a brewery in... Winston-Salem called Radar. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in the arts district like Noda here. Yeah, it's, re- it's relatively new. Yes, it's very new. Um, it's really cute inside. They have a water tower outside. They have outside seating, food truck, whole nine yards. They have good beer. They do flights as well. And then for a third... Do you ever go to Greensboro since yeah. you've moved? yeah. Yeah, we've got we 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 were just we were just up there. We've hit about all the breweries up there, except for they just opened a new side of work spot where Gibbs One Hundred was because they closed down. Um, but we've been we've been. I mean, Jake or not Jake's uh, Natty Natty Greens was a big spot. Um, all that good stuff. And I, we really enjoyed where Gibbs used to be. Gosh, what was it? I can't remember what it is now, but then also there was a there's a new place. Uh, uh, Odin used to be a fraternity house that we used to go to and party when we were there. Okay, what fraternity was it? It was uh, T Dell. Okay, so that was before my time. Oh, it was way before your time. Way, yes. way before your time. <laughs> I 
do love Odin. I, they have like three houses. Um, and when you go there, it's basically like you're going to a frat house. Yep. That's because it used they to be. They have a band. Yep. That's a very cool venue too. Yep. That, that row right there was a spot. Actually, the house right next to it that's kind of condemned. Uh, you can see I stood out on the back porch and drank many of some beers back there. And the house next to it was some of their other brothers would live there. So it was pretty wild to see like, that. Nothing's changed. See that place nothing's go changed. up. Yeah. Uh, South End. South End in Greensboro was the one I was thinking of. Really good beer. Really good food. Uh, we just checked that place out, I think, back in June when we were coming back from Raleigh visiting uh, my brother-in-law. So. Yeah, so that's definitely a place I'd recommend in Greensboro, too. Um, when I go there, it's kind of like a Charlotte brewery. Yeah. Like, do you get that vibe when you go there? Well, yeah, it's called South End, so it just reminds me of South End in Charlotte. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> we, You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had a guy on who's a, a local brewer, Taylor McKinney, and we were kind of talking about directions of places because no one can really claim that name. And he was West End Beer Guy. And so, like, then you, you have places called South End because no one can ever really patent or copyright that name. It can be anywhere, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but it was definitely good beer. Do you ever make your way up to, uh, like, the Huntersville, Cornelius area? Yes. Um, so, D9 Brewing, my not-by-blood not cousin, her uncle owns it, um, so I've been there, I've been to Ass Clown, and I've been to Eleven Lakes. Okay, yeah, Ass, Ass Clown to me makes some of the best beer in the area. Their Orange Citrus IPA is phenomenal, it's consistent, and they experiment with a lot of stuff as well. That it's it's just really, really good. Yeah, no, I agree. I have like, a, I'm a big fan of like Spice. Uh, so they have like some jalapeno beer. Yep. Um, when I went there, I had that and like... <laughs> It was hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hot. But, no, I, I like their menu a lot, too. They have they have cool people that work there as well. Mm-hmm. They're small. They are small, but, you know. Have you, heard if they, have you heard if they're opening up a second location? No, I know they tried to, but it, yeah, I don't yeah, think. I know they tried. With, with the COVID hitting, it was tough to. Because, Duval, weren't you, didn't you see the loan go through or something in your work? No, it wasn't them, man. It was, it was. I think I told you, man. It was a brewery down in Charleston, man. They were That's right. To... It was uh, Cooper River. Gosh, I can't think of the Cooper, name. Of Cooper it. River. It was, right there, was it? Was it Cooper River? Yeah. It, it was right Cooper near River. the bridge. I just can't yep. think of the name of the brewery. It's Cooper River. Cooper River is the one you're talking about. Yeah, man. But yeah, that, that, oh, that hurt my heart, man. I was because I was ready to go to that one, and I know you had. I think you had hit that one when you were in Charleston. Yeah, we've hit it. We have not reviewed it yet, but we've been to it. We didn't get to make it the last time we were in Charleston for Trent's wedding, but it's definitely a cool little spot. I want to get back up there. Uh, I think someone's getting married sometime soon, and we we're going to get up there to it. But definitely, okay. Charleston's another good spot with tons of good beer. Oh yeah. Now, now let me go? ask you. I was gonna, I was going to ask you. Um, just I think in this I may be misquoting, but are they making another? Is it are they moving an OMB to Cornelius Huntersville or something? Yes, there seems to be. It's been in the works for a couple years now, but they're making yeah. some kind of like community type thing where they they bought an old I don't know if it was a car dealership or something, and they were going to open it up, but then they couldn't get all the permits, so then they're just going to do a. A facility like a broom facility but now they're making it where it's going to be like the center and they're going to build houses around it so you could literally walk to 
this O and B spot. But I don't know how long. I didn't read the full article of how long it is away, but yeah, it's definitely up in Cornelius, and it's been the the buzz for a while. So it'll be interesting okay. to see if it goes through. And then D nine's moving towards the Noda area with their second one, right? Well, they're right there at Uptown. Oh, is it Uptown? I didn't even know they were moving. They were getting another Brewers. Yeah. Where's it? Where's the new one going to be? It's right off of like two seventy seven. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Bree, do you going know? towards Noda or going towards like Uptown? No, it's in Uptown. Yeah, oh, it's in Uptown. I, it'll be Uptown's. Well, I would say the uh, there was there used to be a brewery up there, but it closed down last March, right before the pandemic or whatever. Uh, Jeeves, you were there with us that one night, right, with Corey and Bridget. It's been there for twenty years, and then it shut down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but Uptown. This will now be the only brewery in Uptown. D nine seconds, uh, another spot. But they've I'm all, trying to figure out where it's going to be. But well, well, it's so much changed Uptown, so I really have no idea. Duval, where it's it's literally, it's literally. If you're on two seventy seven, like, like I could throw a rock and hit a car as it drives by. It's kind of scary how close it is. Okay. So okay. I have to take a look and see. Yeah. Wow. So all right, Bree, what would be you did your three beers in the Charlotte area. What would be your three beers overall, or just your favorite beer overall? Okay, so I was going to say, when you go to uh, Charleston, you need to go to Edmonds Oast. We've done that. What'd you think? It was good. We had their food. We actually had a, bu- a bunch of us were going about to go to a wedding. We had their food. We had their beer. Okay. The only ne- Now, the, what I did like about Edmonds Oast is it had air conditioning. The yep. negative thing about going to Charleston is... Eight out of ten breweries have no air conditioning and it's hotter than hell. And we were there. We were there in September. You think it would be getting cooler? No, we were dying. So I did like Edmonds Oast. Yeah, so I did like Edmonds Oast because they at least had air conditioning. Yeah, um, I went to Savannah in August, and my hair has never been so voluminous with the humidity. So I feel your pain. Yes, it's. Air conditioning is very nice. Yes, Edmonds. It was def. It was really good. It was because I think they have two separate locations up there, don't they? Yes, I believe so. We went to the well, one. Well, actually, I think their remote one has closed down. Okay, so we went to the one main one that had the kitchen and right. and the big one, and that was like I said. I, at that point, I think it was our third or fourth brewery of the day, so we were winding down. So I didn't get to try as many as I like, and as you know, with hitting multiple breweries. In a day, you've got to pace yourself, and you know. Then, it, by to me, by about the seventh or eighth beer, it all starts running together. And craft beers, they're hitting harder than your four point two percent Bud Light. So, you know, it's it's you're getting there faster. So, what did you like about Edmonds? So I've actually never been there. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Uh, yeah, I actually I found their beer for the first time in Total Wine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is years ago, though. Like this is before. Instagram and everything. Um, I had one of their blonde ales yeah. and fell in love. I was like, "This is the best beer I've ever had. It's so good." Like, I even started putting my glasses in the freezer just to like get the whole experience of this <laughs> beer. Um, so I really, really like everything I've had from Edmonds Oast is really good. So I haven't been to their brewery yet, but it's like first on my list when I go down south. Yeah, Charleston has a, a ton of good little spots to hit. Now, they do. How I've I've seen, said I've seen your Instagram stories. You and your sweet thing looks like they you guys like to go and hit a hit a couple. You know, go to Winston, go to 
What has been, I saw you went to Asheville. What has been the most breweries you've hit in one day? Probably nine. Okay. That's, that's I'm, I'm, I've hit, we, me and my wife have hit 16 in one day in Asheville. Okay, I'm a slow drinker. Okay. Yeah. So. Hey, <laughs> sometimes you just got to get it going, and once you get them things flowing, it goes. But nine's impressive. Nine's a good I, amount. I, 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 you know. Yeah, nine's, yeah. See, we did 16 before, that was before we did our reviews, so we didn't have to, you know, hang around and shoot videos and then try to run a camera after 20 million beers and stuff like that, but... Yeah, Is this COVID it. times or pre-COVID? Pre-COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, pre-COVID. And pre, okay, pre-kid. Pre yeah, pre-COVID, pre-kid. It's, you know, you, it's a whole different drunk and, and yeah. scenario when you got a kid with you. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. No, I mean, no kid, no COVID. You're throwing them back. Yes, so, yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. When we went to Asheville this past time, um, I think we only hit, like, five breweries for the yeah. whole weekend. Because we had to wait in line for every single brewery we went to. Wow. Because of the COVID precautions. Uh, and that's another thing, going back to the reviews, like I wish I would have known before we booked the weekend, because we only stayed one night. Yeah. Um, you know, so I would have booked a longer trip, so we could have, you know, hit everywhere we wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of disappointing. Um, that's very interesting. I, I, hadn't, I, I hadn't heard that. That you, because my sister had one up there with her with her sweet thing as well, and she said they hit, but they did it more than one night, they did like two nights or whatever, and and spaced it out. But she didn't even mention how having to wait in line. So that is a totally different thing having to wait in a line because usually you can just walk in, walk out, free flow, and it, you know you can you can get to places. So how did that change your experience with having to wait in line? So I mean, we were so happy to be there, of yeah. course. Um, we stayed in West Asheville, so their breweries were a little bit more accessible. Mm -hmm. um, there was no lines, of course, still wearing masks, COVID safe, um, all of that. But when we went to, like, the main city of Asheville, like, where Green Man is and Burial and all these big-name breweries, and you can't get in and you got to stand in the line, um, I think for Wicked Weed, we waited, like, almost an hour. Ooh. And while we were waiting, we had a, like, reservation um, at a different brewery. So we basically went to Wicked Weed. We both got flights, threw them back, and then ran to the other place. <laughs> just so we could get multiple breweries yeah. in. But, um, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And I'm like, I mean, this sucks. Like, yeah. it really sucks because you go to Asheville thinking, all right, this is like beer capital of the Carolinas. Like, I'm going to hit some breweries. Yeah. Um, and then you see, like, I think that night we hit five breweries. Wow. So it was just, it was very disappointing. I was so happy to be there. The people are great. The beer's great. Like, everything's great. But it's just like, COVID kind of just, yeah. it's a whole different experience now. See, what I, I'll tell you a little veteran move. What you got to do for your next trip is you need to go up there like a middle of the week, a Wednesday night or a Thursday night, and leave by Friday. So then you're not there with everybody on the weekend. Can, now, bro. again, yeah, I haven't been up there during the COVID times just because, it hasn't made sense to go up there with a trip and all that kind of stuff, but that we've noticed, and and you get a, a cheaper stay at places too. Your your you know your nightly rates are a little bit different during the week, and we've noticed it's more enjoyable when there's less people. You know, you get to you know yes, right. like we talked about earlier, the, the experience of having more people there. But when it's too packed, 
and it's hard to get a beer. You have to wait in the yeah. line. It's no, you know, it's no fun. You just, it's, it's a buzzkill on there. So maybe, yeah. you know, next time when you guys go up there, I would try like a Wednesday night. We always love to go up Thursdays because earlier in the week can be a gamble because sometimes places are closed Mondays and Tuesdays. But usually, like, especially in Asheville, beer capital of the Carolinas, from Wednesday to Sunday, they're usually pretty open. You know, if not if not at noon, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. So you get up there on a Thursday and Friday, and, you know, we usually would leave Friday and then head down the mountain, and you'd go hit through Pisgah, Black Mountain, and all that kind of stuff, and all those places on your way back. But, yeah, that's definitely, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that yet. So that is definitely interesting to know about Asheville during these COVID times. Yeah, heard it here first. Yeah. The headlines. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, is there a place you 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 want? Like, you, we just mentioned, mentioned Edmund Nose. Is there another place you've got on your list that you want to check out? Um. So, really, I live up near Concord Mills, and I haven't really explored Concord. It's always just been Charlotte. Um. So, I'm trying to get more into like the Concord Canapolis area breweries. Um, I've been to Cabarrus, so I have been there, um, but that's about it as far as Concord goes, and there's just, you know, like you said, with Huntersville and going up towards Mooresville, there's other breweries that are really good, and it's just, they kind of get dimmed out by the Charlotte spotlight of breweries, because, oh. I mean, Charlotte has a lot of breweries. Um, I still have yet to go to all of them, um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's my next steps is going more locally, so I don't have to spend a weekend uh, trip going to these breweries, but um, especially with COVID. So yeah, that's that's basically my next step is going to Concord, Canapolis, um, finding those breweries and figuring out you know what they're all about, not just Charlotte. I'll tell you my shameless plug: we've hit them all in Concord, we've hit them all in Canapolis. They're all good spots. We've got the reviews. Jeeves is in some, Duval's in some, all our other friends, my sister's in some. So you can really just get lost. My, my wife was just telling me how her kid, one of her students, was saying the other day how she was watching the Brewer Reviews. Then her dad came over and said, what are you watching? And then he started watching the Brewer Reviews. So, you know, <laughs> hopefully we didn't get off the wrong thing where we were saying that we just trash places. We do give a lot of good info, information, insightful information of, of, of having some fun and good stuff there. So if you ever need to. I mean, we've, we've traveled to Dallas, North Carolina, to Kannapolis, to, I don't know, Jesus usually along with us. I know I think you posted about Newgrass, Newgrass Brewery. Have you been up there? Love that place. Not been there. I you haven't? through there. Not okay. been there. Newgrass New is an awesome place. I wish it was closer because the beer there is so good and the venue is so awesome. So I definitely yeah. worth it. That um, that Summer Camp Sammy's beer was a collab between Salute and Newgrass. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, they have great beers. Yes. So, and they have really good towers too. Yeah. I'm a big fan of towers. See, see, now we've got to figure out how whatever breweries you haven't been to, we haven't been to yet, like D9's new spot. We've got to get you a little cross cross content here. Little get collab. You on, yeah, a little, little collab. collab get, you, get you on one of these brewery <laughs> reviews. Hit the YouTube scene up. So. Yep. I got you. I'm down. Okay. All right. We'll have to put that together. I know there's a couple, um, like I said, the D9. And there's, I think, I feel like there's a couple others opening up. Like, I know Free Range has opened their second place up. Haven't been up that way yet. In um, Camp North End? Yeah. Camp North End is really cool. Yeah. They are, um, they're still filling out a lot of their space. But, um, not beer, but Black Moth Bars, 
like everything about them is cool. Their backstory, what they do, the people, their cocktails, they're they're really cool. They used to only be open on Friday nights, and I was very upset about it. So I'm like, yeah, it's wild. Y'all can't just run a business on Friday nights, yeah. right? <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're now open Friday and Saturday. But Free Range is right over that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, a really cool spot. I would go there. Like they do movies. They like very Instagrammable place nice. as well. So definitely, I would go there. They have they have some cool stuff. So what what do you actually do to pay the bills? And then I know you've got your side hustle. I don't. We never even talked about that part of your life. You did right. marketing. <laughs> you interned at the aviation. You got burned out, but you got to do something to pay the bills, right? Yes, so I do, I'm a sales rep for a construction equipment company. Oh, nice. So, yeah, you wouldn't look at me and think I work in construction, but I do. Um, hey, it's 2021, man. I make no assumptions any- about anybody. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you, I get a lot of attention walking onto a job site. <laughs> the only girl there. Really good, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's not a career I would have thought I would be doing when I was 18 years old um I wanted to work in a high-rise in New York City doing advertising oh wow okay so it's a it's a whole 180 from that yeah um but my I love my coworkers. I love my boss uh it's challenging so I never get bored and um I do get unhappy sometimes (laughs) just because being a 24 year old woman working with over 50 white guys is kind of like, <laughs> all right, I, this isn't my scene. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yep. I, it's not for me. Um, but, you know, once you kind of get into the role of it, it's like, all right, you know, I make good money. As long as you keep pushing and like realize it's just a job and these people's thoughts and comments and opinions do not matter, you know, you just sail through it. But yeah, that's why I started the page yeah. because in December I was like, I hate my job. I hate what I do. I'm very unhappy. Um, I'm going to do something I care about. Okay. So, but since then it's, it's progressed. I got promoted. We're all good. Um, I really like my job now, <laughs> but I, I still make time for my, my beer page. Yeah. So what yeah. do you see? You mentioned, you know, in three years doing that full time, is that still the goal or, or, or is, it, is it a constant kind of moving target and just kind of seeing how it flows? So right now, as far as the Instagram goes, I'm just, I'm doing it for fun. I do have a partnership with the Hop app. Um, so I, I do, I work alongside them, um, creating content and making posts and reposting their posts. Um, but as far as a job, um, I think it is far down the road but um i would really like to have my own brewery yeah eventually it takes like probably i think 50 grand to start up a brewery um and i don't know the first thing about home brewing so that's probably my first step i need to take yeah. but it is something that i've considered because i've been in the service industry i've really liked it um as far as the beer culture like, it's evolved so much in the past few years that I just, I really like being a part of it, even just with my small Instagram page. Um, so, as far as, like, even the next five years, I'm not really sure what my plan is. Because, you know, I can't pay the bills off of my Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Some people um, do, but... Some people yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they have, like, thousands and thousands. 
there's one girl in uh, Austin, Texas. This is what she does full time. Is her Instagram, and she takes amazing pictures. Like she's really good at her reviews, um, and she has like thirty thousand followers. Yeah, and she has partnerships and everything. And I'm like, that's cool. How do you get here? But she's been doing it since like 2014. Yeah, you know, this stuff doesn't I, happen over. I, I I think that's it's interesting. You're you're kind of seeing that because that's the same thing with. You know, you turn on YouTube and you see the people with hundreds of millions of followers. And I think so many people think it's so easy. Oh, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to start this vlog. I'm going to start it. And I think some of Barstool Sports has made it look like it's so easy where they just throw people up there and all of a sudden they're getting thousands of listens. Or, you know, you're seeing sports figures or popular people from acting or whatever start a podcast and they get tons of listens. Well, yeah, because they've got a huge following from Jersey Shore or playing the sport they played or whatever. And there is a grind to it. Like, it's nothing that's going to happen overnight. You'll get a big post here, but there's the ups and the downs of like, oh, I thought this this episode was going to do a lot better than this. Or this post should I thought was going to do better than this or whatever. So, and, and you realize, oh, these people have been doing this for years and years. And it takes time and it takes a lot. of. But, you know, then the side of that is like, you, you know, do you ever want to completely go into it to where you don't want to... Like, you turn that passion into work, right? To where that yeah. passion turns into something to where now that something that I enjoy doing is something that's making me sh- stressed out, you know? And that's where, like, that balance of line is. I know I come across it with doing our stuff. Is like, yeah, it'd be great to hit it big. And what is, what is hitting it big? Everyone's different. It's a relative term, right? But I also don't – I want it to be fun. I want us to have fun with it. I want us to and create your own stuff and put your own spin on it and, you know – I don't want it to be miserable. If I'm ever cutting a video, I don't want it to be like, oh, got to go do this now and be sad about it. So, Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, that goes back to kind of a couple of years ago when I was doing social media for a company. And I was just like, I, this isn't fun. Like, I don't even want to do my own social media. I hate <laughs> it. Like, I hate having to, like, think about a post for, like, a couple hours and how it's worded and how it's going to come across and when to post. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I completely, yeah. I feel that a lot. Um, <clears throat> as far as the beer page, I mean, it hasn't got to that point <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it will. But I'm. I started it for me, um, and I'm. I'm very. To be honest, I'm very flip floppy. I don't really know what kind of direction. You know, <laughs> half the time I'm like, I'm just gonna go live in a in a hut on the beach in the islands and yep. be a bartender and yep. be happy. Absolutely. And the other half, I'm still like, no, I'm going to still end up in New York in that high rise <laughs> in an advertising agency. <laughs> so it's a very, two different <laughs> lifestyles that I'm looking at. But again, I'm 24 years old. I don't with, there's so many options. And the only thing I don't want to do is work a nine to five and be miserable. Fair like enough. that's, it's not yeah. an option for me. Yeah. No, that's, like you said, you're right in that age of trying to figure out, you know, like you said, every day it feels like, yeah, you know what, F it all, let's just go down to the islands and do whatever, or do, you know, so it is, it, I think, and it, everybody has those thoughts, right? Like, it's, it can't just be, okay. yeah. <laughs> so. Yo, pack your bags, we're going. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, like I said, it, it'll, interesting to see how it keeps going, glad you're having fun with it. And I will say, how did you end up seeing our post and liking it? Was it my sister sharing it on her story, or was it just a hashtag that we had used? Um, I think it was a hashtag. Okay. Because I had no idea that you and Becca were related. 
or oh. like even knew each other. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. But um, once I figured out like how to make the most of my Instagram, I was like, yeah, let me follow some hashtags and see who else is out there and kind of connect with people who are like-minded, part of the same culture, like yeah. have the same interests. Let me, let me see what's up. So um, it did take me a couple weeks to figure out what worked. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, when I did follow you, I was kind of, I was a, like few posts deep. Nice. Um, so yeah, I think it was the hashtag, but I just saw, I think a beer review. I was like, yeah, they're in Charlotte. I'm going to follow them. Like see what they think because uh, I, I'm not God. I don't, my opinion is not the end all be all. I am, I don't like Pilsners. Some people love them, but yeah. I still like to read like a review yeah. about them. Um, and I actually, I recently got into sours, and now I'm all about them. Uh, and it used to be like amber ales, blonde ales, IPAs for a minute. Um, again, flip floppy. But yeah, I just, it was definitely a hashtag, but I was trying to build that community aspect and follow people who I like really enjoyed their content. Um, and I wanted to hear what they had to say. Yeah. It's definitely, I think sour beers especially are an acquired taste. It's yes, something that, you, you you know, and I even say that with IPAs. I remember the first time I had an IPA, and it was like, oh, this is disgusting. And then after oh. a while, the more you have, it kind of grows on you. So similar to sours, my wife's a big sour person. I don't like some of the crazy tart stuff, but there are a couple like Sour Monkey. You know, anytime, anytime, awesome. a, anytime a beer brings a 9%, I'm all in. Like, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna grab my attention regardless of a sour or whatnot, because then I'll see but you know but that bad boy's coming out. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You, if you've got the nine percent ready to rock, but a good six, six four, six five is a good even spot. So you're not you're not sleep on the couch by eight thirty p.m. if you go too many nine percenters. <laughs> so, yep. all right. I think it is time for a for a warehouse distillery wine under the bridge notebook question. <laughs> there we go. So Bree, you look down at those questions that I sent you. We'll give you a little bit of time there. Pick a question, you ask it, we'll all answer it. If it stems another topic, we'll go from there. But as you're doing that, we'll do a little housekeeping. I'm sure Jeeves and Duval saw the attorney pick them up. 23 days till we got plenty of time, plenty of time, but might as well get it up because I know Duval's still salty from the Pick'em League loss he took. It's on Yahoo. It's called Yahoo Tourney Pick'em. The ID is 1402. Password is beards, all lowercase. Free to join, and obviously last year COVID took home the W because the tournament was canceled. So hopefully they can they get something going this year. You get a cool name on the trophy, prize pack from Wine Under the Bridge, Warehouse Distillery, Escape 109, all that good stuff. Just a fun little competition. I can't even remember who won it two years ago. Because it, it might have well, been actually. You're right. I think it was the kid. I think you're absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I took it. I took the trophy back from from, or actually, you know, I think it was Greg. It was either Greg or the kid, and I got it back from Greg because the COVID took it away. So I brought it back here, and I think for 2020, I just put the winner was uh, COVID. COVID, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. We'll see who wins it this year. Bree, you still searching? Sure. How many questions can I ask? I mean, how All many? Right. How many do you, you want to ask? ask? Oh. You have to answer the questions that you want to ask. Yeah, how many? I guess the how many do you do you want to ask? I mean, there's two on here. That That's I fine. Like. We can do two. Ooh. Two for Tuesday. If you find three, three for t- Tuesday. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I got you. All right, are you ready for the first one? Sure, let's do it. What do you think is the greatest virtue? Greatest what? Virtue. <laughs> virtue. Jeeves, do you know what a virtue is? Uh, <laughs> I, think, I, I can bring up the definition you it. Actually, Jeeves, since you are the Google man, even though Bree was nice enough to search it, why don't you search up Google or virtue for yourself? Virtue. I just think of that, uh, the ver- isn't it like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithful, gentleness, and self-control? Is that, are those virtues? Are those the fruits of the Spirit? That's fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> but our, yeah, so go ahead. Look up virtues. I, maybe I'm making fun yeah, of Jeeves. Yeah, Jeeves, give us, give us a good, clean Webster's definition. Yeah. Bree, if you didn't know, Jeeves is our resident. Even though his name is Jeeves, I also ask Jeeves... But we call him the Google Man. V R T U. V R T. V R T. V R T U. That's what I had. V E R T U. No, V I R. Oh, V I R. T U E. I think there's an E on there, yeah. Yeah. I think y'all need a new Google Man. Listen. Okay. Okay. showing high moral standards. Read that again, Jeeves. Behavior showing high moral standards. Behavior. Okay. So I think I think I, so. I guess for me, one something that it would be like um, was it do unto others that you would want them to do to you? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that would be one, you know. Um. See, Duval, I'm with you on that, but I've been burned so many times by that. So I changed that to I treat people how they treat me. Because it bugs me because I, I treat people nice all the time, and they treat me like trash. And I'm like, you know what? You don't deserve this. Now, you know, I, with my older age, I don't start as many arguments and kerfuffles <laughs> as I used to. But... But to kind of counter that, to counter that, so so I think there's like a fine line between that and then like, so to me, I kind of operate under the principle of like, the energy you put put out is the energy that you'll receive back. Fair enough. So like, you know, they're very similar, but it's like, like, I'm not going to be disrespectful, you know, you know, but also at the same time, I'm not going to put out no energy in a mindset of like, if I'm gonna be, I'm gonna come out here being an asshole. I'm gonna get asshole shit back. So yes. Like, yes. You know. So, but that's mine. But go ahead. Go ahead. I I think I was basing mine off of I've known people who you put so much into, and you treat yeah. them, and you give them this. May it be a family member. May it be an uh, old squeeze or whatever. You 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 know, give them gifts, do this, uh-huh. treat them with so much, and then they just don't care. So then yeah. why do I go out of my way to treat you with all this kindness and I've done it for years and years and years and you don't even reciprocate anything back? So that's where I get 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 with that on that stance. But I am with you from a from a stance of from the jump, yes, treat others how you would like to be treated. But after a while, if you're just not putting out the same effort that I'm trying to give, I can't keep continuing the same effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah that's good. So a beha- I mean that a behavior. I think yeah, just it's trying to be upbeat. You know me, I'm always trying to be upbeat, and I know this 
past year with everyone being inside a lot, being, you know, not being able to do the, the normal thing, waiting in line places, trying to bring that positive mindset. And positivity to every situation, regardless of what it is. I mean, we can always get down. I'm sure everybody during this COVID time at some point has had those same thoughts with Bree, like, I hate this job, or I hate this, I hate that. But trying to get that, but that positive, the positivity mindset, I guess I would go virtue-wise, just always, you know, going into it with a positive mind is a lot better than going into it thinking it's going to be bad. Because if you think it's going to be bad, it's going to be bad, no matter yeah, how you yeah. think about it. Yeah. So. Exactly. A positive mindset would be mine. Yeah, that's good. And see, I mean, I remember uh, like with the last dance, what MJ said. Like he said, his dad always tried to find a way to turn a negative into a positive. So that's kind of something similar to what you're saying. Yeah. You know, no matter how negative things are, you try and find a way to find some type of yeah. positive out of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to find it, yes. but you got to find There's a way. Always something positive in yeah. the negative. Because I remember, yeah. I remember, like when I was a teenager, there was something where we got, like, swept up to do something, and if you go into it just being mad because you don't want to do it, then obviously you're missing all the good stuff that could come from it. Mm-hmm. You know, instead yeah. of instead of just being like, you know what, this isn't necessarily what I want to do, but let's take the positives out of it, then at least I can turn it around. And it may not still be something you want to do, but you're going to be more enjoyable trying to be positive than just being negative the whole time. That's true. Yeah. All right, Bree, what did you have on your mind when asking about virtues? I'll say it again. The past year has just been miserable for a lot of people. And there's just, not to get into politics, like I mentioned before, but there's just so much hate in this world. It's just so unnecessary. Um, My virtue is patience because I don't have any. Uh, So I want, that's what I I try to do, like practice what you preach kind of thing. it's a definitely a fault I see in myself, so I try and sometimes, even with the, like, do unto others as you wish to be done to you, being so nice to somebody and they are just horrible to you, you know, it's like, why am I doing this? But it's like, I, get, I work in sales, so people are horrible, horrible all the time. They hang up on you, like, don't want anything to do with me, and you just have patience, and then one day they call you. And they're so nice, and they talk about the weather and how things are great. And I'm like, last week you told me you didn't have time for me and hung up on me. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, no, I uh, I get your point about it. Sometimes it's really hard to be nice to people who are just suck. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. And if you want to carry hate in your heart, that's on you. Yeah. But that's not something I'm trying to do. So I try to be nice to people. I still have my bad days. I'm still mean sometimes. Yeah. I'm not on some <laughs> moral high ground. Uh, but yeah, patience is definitely my virtue. And I just, I like to get people's thoughts and opinions on it. Just, we just, we live in a world that hasn't happened for over a hundred years. So, you know, I just, I like to see where people's minds are at and how they feel about things. Yeah. I always love giving people benefit of the doubt, but then at some point when, you know, I get to a pushing point where if someone's going to treat me a certain way, I have to at least stand up for myself and give it to a little bit back. Because sometimes I feel like people can take advantage of somebody being too nice to where it can hurt you, to where it's like, oh, okay, let me just take advantage of this. So I do, you know, you try to to be as nice as you can, but sometimes... Sometimes walk away. Yeah, or or you just walk away and be like, look, man, we're not going to do this right now. We're not just going to keep it it moving. Yeah. All right, Jeeves, what you got? Mine, 
uh, without hearing you guys, mine was uh, <laughs> compassion. Because oh. you don't, like you just said, you don't know what people are going through. So, if, like, if you come off like as a dick, then you can, <laughs> you, can, you can really hurt. You can really like hurt them, and you don't know what they're going through. So, if you if you say, "Hey, good morning," and they don't say nothing back to you, just keep it moving. Yeah. Don't don't take it to heart. It's like, oh, I just said good morning to him, and he didn't say nothing back to me. You don't know what he what he's going through. So, just have compassion with like, your coworkers. Uh, friends but like jake you said get to that point to where it's a it's a pushing point but you always you, you don't know what people are going through jeebs man sometimes you just make me go what the hell did you just come up with because i would have never thought you would have said that man <laughs> I, I just i just blown away in a positive way not a negative just hey you you cease to amaze me sometimes jeebs i'm, I'm here for it <laughs> <laughs> all right brie what's q2 so, okay, my second question was, let me get back to it. I was looking up what virtue means. Yeah. Um, okay, if someone gave you $10,000 right now, what's the first move? Oh, man. First move. I mean, I think I'd have, half of it's going to go to bills. Actually, $10,000 would pay off our... Uh, AC unit bill. So I'd probably pay off the AC unit bill that we had installed two years ago. And then whatever was left, it would be uh, just frivolous, buy something fun with. What what if you didn't have that bill? If I didn't have that bill? You had no bills. No bills Oh, I had no bills? No No bills? Whoa! That's a life I don't know about. I ain't known about that since I was like 18. (laughs) A life with no bills. If I didn't, I mean... It sucks because it's COVID. So it's like you want to say vacation, right? So I'd probably still okay, do no it. COVID, no COVID. No COVID. Then it. it There's a perfect world. Yeah, it's no a perfect world. Perfect world. <laughs> perfect world. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you don't have to save it. You don't have to spend it on kids, bills, it, life. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd go on a nice little vacation, right? I'm um probably somewhere at the beach, get a nice little Airbnb, get the family and friends together, or even you know. Get a couple different houses, so then some people, you know, got to have their own space. They don't want to be staying with somebody, so maybe do a couple small Airbnbs or a couple hotel rooms, so everybody got their own space. No one's cramped up, you know, getting arguments about who's in the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. But just do like maybe a family friends kind of trip, sponsored by this free ten thousand dollars with no bills. That's sweet. Yeah. All right, y'all. What you got? Uh. Yeah, I. I Jacob has a great idea there. I would probably take, I would probably, I would do, I would do two trips. I would just do strictly a family trip and then one with just like all friends. Um, But I would probably say, um, I would take a bulk of it because I know like a trip with my parents, it wouldn't be that, that extraneous. And I know I've taken trips. Like when I went to DR, I know how much it was just for that room and it was just me. So I know like, if I took of the 10,000, if I took, let's say, 3,000 and I went just somewhere with my parents, the other 7,000, if I took care of, said, hey, we got an all-inclusive resort for all my friends and I can get all these rooms, because those 7,000, they'll probably take care of seven rooms, yeah. um, give or take. And I just say, hey, listen, you just take care of your flight. 
yeah. and just get there. Yeah. Everything is taken care of. And I think that's what I would do. It would probably be a week or so for everybody. You know, this my friends that don't have no kids, they have babysitters sitting back. So it would just be <laughs> just like for them, it might be a second honeymoon, whatever yeah. it is. It'd just be, you know, for us to kind of have like one of those moments. Like, you know, you you, you don't have those moments anymore because people's got life, you know, yeah. marriage, kids, all that type of stuff. But just for like a week, you could just enjoy the time of just drinking partying, swimming all day on the pool, going to different places, you know, experience and stuff like that. So that's what I would do. Like I said, that'd be perfect world. Though. Yeah. I think my, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, taking like a European trip. Okay. Over to Europe because I've never been over there. I don't have any plans to go over there because it, it costs a lot. But that would be like the first one to go over there and see – like that side of the of the world and see how they how they live and what their what their scene is and what people do over there for fun or whatnot. So I would go to Europe. Yeah, du- I know what Duval you're talking about because I remember like going to bachelor parties. Like I feel like my bachelor party where we got that big house and everybody was there and like we were able to go play football on the beach, hit the pool, hit some late night festivities, yep. you know, all that kind of stuff. It was just a good time and that was right at the age where no one had kids yet. I wasn't married because it was my bachelor party. There wasn't too many people married, so we were able to just and that house during that time was like that ten thousand would cover it and everything else. So it, it, would, it would just be a good time. So I definitely I think that's what I would do with these stipulations and no bills and all that kind of stuff. So because imagine like 10,000 and you're like, Hey, listen, just, we're all staying at the beach house. We got all this, you, you would cover everything and we would be blowing money in the strip club. Like, just <laughs> See, he said it. Money. He said, I just said nighttime festivities, but he said it all the way. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I hey, mean, nah, you hey, hey. you're going to have steak and eggs and then you got legs next to you. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uncabaret. Oh. Unbelievable, yes. The breakfast is amazing. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. You just go there for the food, right? I really do. <laughs> Duval <laughs> actually. They're yep. at the men's club off of Tabola. They have the best breakfast. Yeah. I'll say Duval is a guy, like, obviously he enjoys the sights, but he, he raves about the food as well. So. I t- I'm t- listen. He's well rounded. When you leave the club and you go there and you're able to walk right in. Five dollars because we knew the guy at the door, and then we go. You eat. You get the buffet, whatever you want to eat. You sit down. Where are you gonna go and get that type of view? You can't go to Waffle House to get that. You can't go to Cookout to get that. <laughs> so you get that view, and then you're like, you know what? Y'all ready to go? Heck yeah, let's go home. You go and go to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be worth it. Yeah. So that's where you're gonna spend your ten grand. Is that what I'm hearing? No, I, I was I was saying in reference to if there was a uh, uh, something like like Jacob's old bachelor party. Yeah. If he did it something like similar to that, but like for me, I would I would have us go probably out the country, and or maybe not even be out. We we'll probably would be out the country, but I would just say everybody just take care of your flight. Once you get here, don't you ain't got to worry about nothing else. See, I'm thinking. Else to see, care. I'm thinking keeping it cheap so that everybody don't have to spend money on flights. They just can drive somewhere. So then they'll have more money to then spend on shenanigans. Well, see, the shenanigans is paid for. So, like, the drinks and liquor, all that's paid for. Yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. Like, it'd be even more money for shenanigans. 
Well, where you gonna go? Because okay, if you go to a resort and the clubs on is on the resort, I mean, you go down somewhere in Florida, you go somewhere in Georgia. I'm just saying, beach somewhere. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, I mean not, now, now, true, because you could go to Atlanta and really ball out with ten thousand dollars. So <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, you know. But I, don't know, I, mean, I, listen, I guess just the ex- you know, I can go, any, I can go anywhere and have a good time with ten thousand dollars. So if I can just true. rent a house out and have everybody there that I want to be there, we're gonna have a good time regardless. That's true. Like I just think about that bachelor party, and it was just fun having everybody in under one house, almost twenty something people playing pool, talking shit, you know, playing pong, playing, watching, yep. watching the games that were on because it was during March Madness. Like it was just, it was, it was almost like a reality TV show. You could, I did film it. We have a lot of film that's still on there from the bachelor party of just all the craziness that we did. So. I mean, I, I get that. Like, that that would be a great concept because, I mean, hell, you could rent out a house here in Charlotte, like, in a random-ass <laughs> place and just have that big mansion and everybody just be there and yeah. you could just throw a big mansion party. I yep. get it. Yeah. All right, Bree, we haven't let you talk. What is your $10,000 spending spree? So, if it were everything right now, I would use some money to put down on my house. Okay. Um, without COVID, without bills... I I would do kind of what Jesus is doing, but I wouldn't just go to Europe. I'd do probably like, I'd have to budget, but I'd do like half a year world tour. Okay. That's what I would do. I know this, because this question can almost evolve, like evolve into like, if you won the lottery, what would you do if you didn't have to work? You know what I mean? I think one of the Not first, tell anyone. What, what, not tell anyone. Well, in North Carolina, you legally have to. Who do you have to tell? You have to tell the, the state. Neighbor? Everybody, yeah. In North Carolina, if you win the lottery, you have to tell. You have to go in to claim the money. You have to tell. That's it's public information because it's the educational lottery. So it's money that goes back into the schools. I thought you could be anonymous. No, not in North Carolina. Oh, shit. I would yeah. change my phone number. That's, that's Now, that you can do that legally, yeah. yeah. Change my phone number. Move. I'd probably tell my mom. Um... I think traveling, I think traveling, yeah, you have to move real quick. I think traveling the USA, like getting a big RV and just traveling around the country would be awesome. Like that would would be really cool. Like just being able to stop at different places and and do all that. Like we took a trip up to a buddy of ours who got married two summers ago up to Minnesota. So like we drove halfway, stopped in Indianapolis, checked everything out there, then kept driving and then we got to, you know, Minnesota and checked some stuff out there. Chicago and, and did some stuff on our way back and that's always a good time. So Yeah. But I mean think about like America versus like the entire rest of the world. Yeah. You know? It's like America has a whole country, very diverse. Yeah. Like different people, different cultures, different accents, like different landscapes. But I mean you go outside of the US and it's you know, it's something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Any any uh, final thoughts? Any final questions from uh, everybody? Good. So, Bree, you said you showed us what you what were you you were drinking a Divine Barrel Cobbler? Yes, yes. It's um it's called Carolina Cobbler. Okay. It is a it's a sour beer with blueberry, vanilla, cinnamon, graham crackers, and lactose. Okay. I was I was sipping on as you asked us earlier before we started rolling. I had the my final. Sycamore special brownies, chocolate stout. Since the weather is starting to heat up, I got to drink all these stouts that I got in the fridge because a stout during 
70 to 80 degrees just doesn't hit the same as it does yeah, when we're chill. So, and I was I already had dinner, so it was a good little dessert beer there with the chocolate in there. And again, it's at 7.3, so that good little percentage just to make it feel like you're not just wasting away on a on a small beer. Look, it's just to help you to go to sleep. Absolutely, okay. Duval. What were you sipping on? Oh, this was a uh, 20 grand. 20 grand. liquor. Cognac, <laughs> man. I feel you. Sorry. Not, not a beer night. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and Jeeves, you doing? You going dry for a week? Is that what I heard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah long weekend, Jeeves. Long week. Do what? Long weekend. You could say that. <laughs> All hey, right. It's a marathon, not a sprint, Jeeves. You can't. You can't be having them nights. <laughs> All right. All right, Bree. Well, I appreciate you stopping through. Hopefully, it was a good time for you. We got to get you on a, a a brewer review, and then maybe next time get you over here to uh, play some Birio Kart, so then you can get the double dose of our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely lose. That's um, okay. But hey, I'll see you on March 11th for the tacos, and uh, we'll hit up D9 Brewing. How about so yeah, that? March 11th. I love yeah. We could definitely try to do a taco hit, and then if D9 Brewing or whatever else opens up next time, we we get out and about with with my wife being pregnant again. She's kind of tortured if we go to a brewery, but we at least have I at least have a DD, and she'll you know she'll, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> she'll she'll be able to like have a small sip you know you know it's it's funny in America you know pregnancy obviously she's not housing beers, but and like we talked about foreign countries you know there's different reports on some places they drink a beer a day it's or, no exactly so you know. To each their own kind of thing, so she'll you know she'll still try one every now and then if it's something she's a big sour beer drinker as I mentioned earlier. So maybe we'll have to get up, get together, and do a review, do a little cross stuff, and do a little uh you know beerio cart at some point. And yeah, tacos. So most importantly, yeah, tacos. most importantly, <laughs> well appreciate it, Bree, stopping through. Stick around a little bit after so I can grab a quick screenshot, and then Duval and Jeeves, as always. Thanks, fellas, for stopping through and. Duval, man, how do we send the podcast out? Peace.